You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, you wanted to podcast right after the game last night. Mm -hmm. I said, I have nothing to say about the Super Bowl. We don't need to. And then I stayed up till 2 in the morning arguing with people online. I know. It was very nice. Like, I'm up trying to, you know, do a solid for the listeners, pump out the content. When you still remember it and, and, you know, talk about the game when things are fresh. And you're like, no, I'm, I'm with my wife. I'm very busy. Fine. And then, like, four hours later, you're arguing over, like, who the 32nd best quarterback in the history of the Super Bowl is in the patron chat. Um, yeah. Which is fine. Like, I mean, it, honestly, you know, this game sucked. It did suck. So I, I was going to ask you Sunday morning, and I, I forgot to ask you, to predict um, of the 10 Brady Super Bowls, right? There have been 10 Brady Super Bowls now. Uh, what number quality game it would be? Um, but I think there's a very clear answer. And that's nine, right? It's the ninth best of the ten Brady Super Bowl. Yeah. So the the Rams Super Bowl two years ago was on one of the worst yeah. one of the worst football games you know of any year. Whereas yeah. this was and just at least like, in this Super Bowl yeah. Brady played well. In that Super Bowl he didn't even play well. Yeah, there he didn't need to. The, it was all Belichick and the defense. The the Rams game there was no highlights. Like if you were to cut a Sports yeah. Center clip and that was not the Super Bowl, they would show one play. Whereas here, you know, the Gronk touchdown, there's not really going to be a play people remember. I think the play will remember, the two plays will remember probably the two or three rabbits out of the hat that Mahomes almost pulled. Like if he could, even though, if he, you know, somebody said, I think that that changes the game. It doesn't. Like there was, they they could not sustain drives because obviously he, he you know, he never had a second throw in any play. So even if, yeah. even if one of those miracles happens, like it just makes the game sound a little closer. But I do think, like, we'll remember the game much more fondly if one of those hits, just because, like, Mahomes, I don't think Mahomes' reputation suffers even 1% last night. Yeah, because he was running around like a maniac, and he just had throws that no one else on earth can do. The, the second one hits Williams directly in the face mask. Yeah. I mean, it could not have been a more perfect throw. He throws it, his body is completely parallel to the ground. It's just, it's completely insanity what he did. Um yeah, I don't think Mahomes' reputation suffers. I think, you know, Andy Reid, I was always an Andy Reid fan, but he was sort of heavily criticized throughout his time in Philly, and he had a lot of haters for, you know, his clock management skills and a lot of things like that. And when he won the Super Bowl last year, everybody completely flipped on him, and everybody, now he went from, like, I feel like generally mocked by sort of like, you know, uh, the average NFL fan mm. to absolutely worshipped as like some, you know, unadulterated genius. Okay, you're going to say this, but you were a big Reid guy. Yeah. And um, 
I just I don't I I'm just I'm in a complete shock for for what the strategy was going into this game. I mean, you know, Next Gen Stats pointed out the Chiefs used five man protection on 48 out of 52 dropbacks last yeah. night. And just to do that when you have both right. of your teams don't do that in a normal tackles. game. Right. If you had the best offensive line in the league, it would be incredibly unusual. No, you wouldn't do that. So Next Gen Stats pointed out the Chiefs five man protection usage rate 92.3 is the third highest rate by any team in any game ever since they calculated this, which yeah. is, you know, only right. So they, well, and, and it makes sense. Like the just very basic, basic football strategy. If they're, if they needed a six blocker in every play, that mean you know, that's that, you know, first of all, a, their, their best tight end is going out to catch passes. So that means really what are you using? You're using a backup tight end. Um, and secondly, you're, that means you're the, of the four guys going out, they're being doubled, you know the two the two better players Hill and Kelsey are being doubled literally on every play then, which they basically I mean, Kelsey were anyway. found space in the middle of the field all night. He had True. what like at least ten catches. Yeah, although a lot of it was in garbage time. He didn't have big numbers when the game was basically decided. Yeah, and also Mahomes. Let's be honest, but Mahomes in the second half, I think running for his life, played phenomenally. In the first half, he did not play that well. He missed a couple of guys. Yeah. Um. Mahomes, I'll say that Mahomes was not good. Now you know I don't blame him, but um, you know, so just disappointing. Obviously, in if they play that game ten times, I think the Bucks win all ten. Basically, even no, you could argue, no you could argue that a lot of things Absolutely. went Tampa's way. First of all, remember this was a game where Tampa. Okay, the referees, the referees in the first half was just completely abysmal. Yeah, I, I, I you know, we've we've joked about it all year long. I mean, the 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 calls that the Bucks got in every, I mean, you know, the the Bucks beat the Vikings in a game. Now the Vikings kicker missed every kick he could, he could possibly miss in that game. But you know, they missed the Vikings lost that game because of the refs. This game, the Chiefs didn't lose because of the refs. Obviously, ultimately, you can't really say that in a thirty-one to nine game. Which is the same thing I say to Seattle fans who used to complain about that Super Bowl loss to the Steelers mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah, that was the last. That was but, the last um, Super Bowl where the where the refs really like took over the game. Which they definitely yeah, but, did in the first yeah, half. Yeah, but the refs in the first half, the refs were just out of control. Andy Reid's clock management at the end of the first half, very curious. You know, I like coaches to be aggressive. I like coaches to try and score, but he's using all his timeouts there. So that best case scenario, they punt it back to them. They'll have the ball with less than a minute to go, no timeouts like inside their own twenty. Yeah, no, it didn't make any sense. So I didn't really understand that. And, and then the worst case scenario is that. You're giving the, the Bucks more time, which is, of course, what happens. The Bucks score was six seconds to go. So, you know, that was a disaster. So instead of down eight, you're down uh, 15 going into the half. But, um, yeah, it was just – you're right. Ultimately, when you're running for your life the way Mahomes was the entire game – although, again, I think that was even more extreme in the second half when they knew that they had a throw. So, you know, it's easy to say in hindsight, oh, the Bucks win 10 out of 10. But there's a reason that we both thought the Chiefs would win fairly easily. And there's a reason that, you know, we knew that Fisher was out. We knew that was going to have an impact. I don't think we thought it would have as dramatic an impact as it did. Uh, yeah, we did. The one thing we said, and we did, I didn't predict the Bucks to win. So I'm not taking any credit, was the, the scenario for the Bucks to win was like a Brady against the Broncos situation where, like, the offensive line just doesn't work anymore and he literally can't pass. Yeah. And somehow it was so much worse than we could have even imagined. Yeah. Oh, incredible. I mean, and, like, you know, they, uh, the truth we, is... We did talk about, though, we talked about how in the NFC Championship game that the numbers in terms of the pressure on Rodgers was something Rodgers hadn't seen the entire season. This Bucks pass rush was good this year, but it wasn't, like, historic or anything special. But in the last two games, it really sort of became that. Yeah, well, the truth is, Veo was, like, considered their best defensive lineman. He missed, you know, he was essentially, like, considered out for the year, week five. When he was injured, they called it a, a season-ending injury. He came back last week, and he played well, but he only played, like, half the snaps. And then... Uh, you know, he, he he 
you know, his name wasn't called a lot, but he was getting a lot of attention inside. And obviously the ends were just running rampant on, on the tackles. Um, it is interesting because, you know, all those stats about Mahomes running like almost 500 yards uh, in the backfield, basically. Like, I do wonder, and Mahomes had a bunch of really good scrambles. Like, Mahomes kept the offense, like, rolling to to the point where they were getting field goals just by, you know, running for a first down or two on every drive. Um, like, a, a Lamar-type player in that game, like, that's your only hope, right? A guy who's just going to run 25, 30 times when the offensive line is useless. Sure, but they're not winning anything with Lamar Jackson. Um, no. So, Mahomes throws up about seven or eight deep balls, 50-50 balls, that were zero for the game. Like, it is crazy how many... Now, Tampa gets second and goal from, like, the one-inch line and doesn't score, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. The, the, in in one sense, it could have been higher scoring, but also Kansas City, I believe, en- ends up shanking a punt there because of another penalty, and then and they score, you know, on a 30-yard you know, drive, basically, uh, two minutes yeah. later. So, like, you can't really say that. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's literally eight fifty fifty balls that don't go their way. I mean, they didn't have any unlucky, I, I guess the interception is, is unlucky, but that was almost a punt, right? The, the first Mahomes interception. Um, yeah. but I'm just trying to think of a scenario where they win that game. I don't think, I don't think there is one. Well, I, <laughs> I, I, I think, I think we're sort of going a little bit too far in the opposite direction. Well, I'm not, now. listen, I'm not, I'm like, I, I don't think there's I mean, look, any long-term two, ramifications. Two of the Bucks' first half touchdowns only happened because of absurd uh, penalty calls. Yeah, no, it is true. Right? It is true, but I just don't see, like, the, the Chiefs were only going to score on, like, broken plays, basically. Like, they, it was almost impossible for them to sustain a drive. I mean, the receivers dropped multiple balls. Uh, Mahomes missed the guy. I forget who it was, but down the right sideline, he had somebody wide open in the first half. That's a 70-yard touchdown. Yeah, that's that true. It, I, like, I don't know what we're going to remember from this game. It, it this it, after like a it's str- just it's it's Brady winning with another team. That's the yeah. Narrative. But I, I just in terms of like from the actual game, like storylines, there's plenty. The Chiefs losing. Yeah. I mean, it's the ho- first time Mahomes hasn't scored ten points in his whole career, high school, college, the pros. It's the first time he didn't score ten mm. points. Um, yeah. you know, Mahomes. It's the first time he's ever he's lost by more than one score. Like there are there are things we'll remember, but in terms of the actual game, there's not really a play. But isn't that true? Other than you know the Vinatieri kick in the in Brady's first Super Bowl, and then the twenty eight to three comeback and the and the um and the Edelman catch, what do we remember in t- in terms of any of Brady's game? You know, I, and then I guess also they no. Had the, all right, the so I mean the Rams. The there's Panthers. lots of memorable plays. The pick six, like but most of, most of Brady's of like most iconic... of Brady's Super Bowls. We don't really remember or most. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll give you the the Eagles. Honestly, the thing people remember most from that game is it like just the whole McNabb, you know, and now now we're here. yeah vomiting and all like, that. But, yeah, but, but I'm talking about in terms of Brady's performance. Oh, in terms of Brady, Brady well, a lot of times it is the other team. You know, it's yeah. it's the Tyree catch. It's um, well, uh, I'm not talking about his losses. I'm talking about even in his wins. Oh, in the wins. He he played he played really well, obviously against the Falcons in the second. Yeah, half. the Falcons second half, but I'm, I'm I I don't remember. There probably was a play, but I'm not remembering off the top of my head like one specific play. Um, I mean it's a in fair question. Game? It from the in Atlantic that game is the Edelman catch. Uh, it's, in the it's the Edelman catch. Yeah. Okay. So yes, yeah, the Edelman catch. Seattle. I don't know. It is crazy that the other C- C- the, Seattle. It's Malcolm Butler. Yeah. Well, I'm saying we're, we're talking about just Brady plays. Yeah. It is crazy yeah. that. Uh, until the Rams game, his first eight Super Bowls, like none of them were even average. Like they were all above average games. 
Um, and uh, I wouldn't go that far. They were. They, the Eagles game was no. The Eagles game was it interesting. Was a three point spread, but it, but the Eagles never. Really but it was a very game. compelling game. That was actually a good Super Bowl. Like it was. A, it was. It was. Mm. That was a good game. Uh, like the Eagles. I think you're misremembering. No, no, no. That was the Eagles were down ten with two minutes to go. I know, but it was still like a qual. It was still like a, a an above average. You know, the, remember how many bad Super Bowls there were? That's an above average Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then we've had uh, last year was fine, but uh, we've had a couple clunkers. It is sad to go into the offseason on a clunker because I, I got now we got to get. I at least have. I'll tell you how pathetic my life is. I have, um, you know, the, like for a lot of people, they have to get to March Madness unless you're a lunatic. At least the Australian Open, if you're, if you're a tennis person, is in February, but that's usually not going to be happening now. But there's really not much to get you, especially if your team is 5-17 and 17 or whatever your basketball team is. Not much to get you to March Madness, assuming March Madness happens, which I think is far from a sure thing. I mean, it probably will, but it's it's not a lock. But I have the all these, like, winter world championships that happen every other year. So, like, today, the highlight of my day was going to be, like, watching skiing world championship. And then I woke up, and it was canceled. Skiing events get canceled a lot just because, like, the weather has to be perfect. Uh, and I was like, oh, that, like, ruins my day. That was, like, what I was basing my day oh. around. So, yeah, that's pretty sad. Yeah. Uh, but the biathlon yeah, world championship. Not a lot of uh, high-profile sports to keep us interested. Bi- well, listen, everyone should get in the biathlon. Uh, it starts Wednesday. Yeah. Ask me how to watch it. It's uh, free online. How do, you, how do you feel about uh, your former Jets coach being the reason that Tom Brady has another Listen, Bowles is a very good defensive coordinator. I, I, I had seen them blitz the two corners before, which Romo was craving. But I thought Romo and Nance had a very bad game. I thought they were— Romo's been bad for yeah, a while. Yeah, Romo's been bad. The fact that he, like, needed— Nance to like do that math for him at whatever it was twenty two to nine or whatever whatever this yeah was. but but we uh, yeah we we saw Nance's uh, we saw Romo struggles yeah R- Romo I think the bloom is off the rose a little yeah the one thing he didn't do this game that he did in the AFC Championship game where where he was miserable was like nonstop talk like here he was just corny as hell but he didn't he like let the game breathe a little bit but the AFC Championship game he he truly was like on Adderall he was not not uh, not stopping talking yeah I didn't think they were good. Um, what do you think of the, what do you think of that, like, video game-ish angle that they kept using last night? They've been doing it during the year, but this is by far the most they've used it. I didn't even notice. You didn't notice they have, like, that close-up angle, um, where it looks like you're watching a video game. They did it a lot for the huddles. Like, it's an on-the-field camera. Oh. Oh, it's interesting you didn't catch it. Um. No, I I think the main reason I'm depressed is because it's now dawned upon me that no matter how good Patrick Mahomes is in his career, Mm Mm-hmm. Or Joe Burrow, or Trevor Lawrence, or Aaron Rodgers, never gonna or catch whoever. Brady. Like, yeah, because the narrative, like this rings narrative, is going to be like, you know, Mahomes could be the MVP the next ten years in a row, but if he ends his career with four Super Bowls, you know, the idiots are going right, to say that Peyton he's not Manning. as good as Brady. Well, right, even I mean, uh, yeah, the six to one, like that was the time where where you want to win one. <laughs> yeah, but even like like Brady versus Peyton, I under like you know Brady's the best quarterback after age thirty we've ever seen. Sure. So you're not you're not giving in. You still think Peyton Manning is the best quarterback of all time? I mean, it d- d- depends how we define our terms. What does best mean, right? I mean, football's not it's not as straightforward a, a ranking system as baseball or basketball because the game is so much each player's performance is so mm-hmm. inter- interdependent. But in the years in that way. they played together, Peyton Manning. In the years they played together, Peyton was better. Peyton was better much more often than Brady was better. I don't think that's debatable. But Peyton retired six years ago. Peyton's older also. And, you know, Peyton started his career three, a couple of years earlier. But leaving all that aside, since Peyton retired, obviously Brady's kept playing and playing and playing. And also Peyton was done at 39 and Brady's 43 and he's still going. You know, I have in basketball, I have one of my charts is ranking the best players ever at every age. Mm-hmm. 
So Brady wouldn't even be in the conversation for any age until the late 30s, right? Like, you know, there's Brady's not close to the best quarterback ever at age 24, 25, 26, 27, 28. Mm-hmm. But obviously he's number one at 43, 40, well, you know, absurd. at all these late I, The 43 yeah. is is so silly that you don't even talk about it. Yeah. Like if he was it's 40. Crazy. Like his longevity, it, it's, 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 you know, it's insane. The, and by the way, here's another thing that annoys me. He does, he's... He has all his crazy eating habits and stuff. That's not why he's lasting this long. If you eat a strawberry, you're not going to not be able to perform as a football player at age 43. Now, it's true that the discipline required to never eat a strawberry, that is necessary to perform at this level at this age. But the problem is that I don't think Brady understands the distinction between those two things. Mm -hmm. And so Brady literally thinks that it's his crazy guru and it's his, you know, water that prevents concussions. That's why he's still playing. No, it's because he has the discipline to follow an an insanely regimented, uh, you know, schedule. But whatever that schedule would be, Right. It's like they they say with like child rearing, like, you know, but like, we also don't even know what he's doing. So it, to say, you know, for sure, it's not working when we don't really know what he's doing. The no, no, no. we do. We do know for sure. It's, yes. No, no. You're wrong. Now you, you're wrong. We, we we know like science knows if you eat a strawberry, you're like all these things like his diet. No, I don't mean the silly this, things never, they're saying, but I you don't know. Like, no, but the silly things. But his guru is very not just silly. His guru is dangerous. And, it, and he has led to like increased health risks for other players. There's a reason the Patriots threw him out of the building. The Bucs don't give a shit because they just wanted a Super Bowl. And so, you know, whatever Brady wants to do, they'll let him do. Like, Brady's methods are dangerous. And if other people follow them, it will have risks to their health. And so we, this needs to be called out. Don't say, oh, no, we don't know. Maybe No, it is not. I'm not saying you're wrong, it, but like, we and, also and, don't know. Like, he could be injecting, you know, 10 trillion steroids. I'm not saying he is. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, we don't I'm know what they're that. doing what behind what closed I'm doors. Is, like, that so might I, be helping. But like, okay, so again, like, like with with child rearing, there's all these studies that show, like, you know, if you read to your kids, there's a positive benefit. And if your kids are involved in extracurricular activities, like, it, it's not, it's the reason that these things are good for your kids is not because of those activities. It's because the type of parent who's going to be that involved with their children is going to be the type of parent who's going to, ra- you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's very similar here. Like the level of discipline that's required to be as crazy as Brady is is the reason that at 43 he's still at an elite athletic level. I'm with but it's it. not the it's the specifics of what he's doing, unless he's you know injecting some kind of you know horse semen that we don't know about. But oh, that would be interesting. Horse semen. Anyway. Um, I don't know yeah. why you picked horse semen. <laughs> Which animal should I use? I don't know what animal has the best semen. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, anything... Wait, hold on a second. That's an off-season podcast. Yeah. Which animal has the best? Semen? All right, yeah. Uh, send in your ideas, by the way, for off-season podcasts. We have a very fun one. Uh, we're planning for this week. Later in the week yeah. that you probably couldn't guess. Uh, that's but that's in the thirty-two fans mode. But we need some. We need brackets for March. We don't really have a lot of thirty-two fans brackets uh, lined up for bracket season yet. We need some good ideas. I gotta say the other podcasts we're doing this week. I haven't been that excited for podcasts. No, that's gonna month. be a good one. Uh, the only pro- I spent six hours uh, immediately as soon as I got the idea from the listener who sent it, uh, Justin Rams. Mm-hmm. I immediately uh, spent a long time up all night uh, making my. Uh, my I'm not sure if everyone else will be excited. I mean, it's fun for sure, but I don't know if everyone will be excited as, as you are. But it's still a good idea. Um, uh, although Justin, I'm reading his email. He said this would be an instant classic, so he's predicting it also. I don't like it. that's too much pressure. Instant classics. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. Yeah. What? Uh, anything else to talk about? I mean, we're in the long deep abyss. You know the. Uh, I do think I do think honestly, like the Chiefs losing does give teams hope because like if the Chiefs had won that game with the backup offensive line, I do agree. It's like, well, like, let's barely play the games for the next few years because they're just going to run away with every game. It's funny that for you, it's hope for me as a Vikings fan. It's reverse hope because I basically saw uh, Mahomes do what Vikings quarterbacks have been doing for most of the Zimmer era. Mm -hmm. 
And it sort of depressed me because if even Mahomes can't win in that circumstance, then what the, what the hell hope do we have? Well, you could get a better offensive line. Like the Chiefs could draft three yeah, more Yeah, invest linemen. in offensive line, invest in offensive line, invest in offensive line. But, you know, the Vikings aren't in a position to do that. So, yeah, I mean, did you see the number, the, the cap numbers that came out yesterday? The cap might be extraordinarily low. I thought it's 181. Well, I mean, we don't know yet, so we can wait before we start speculating about that. But um, do you think that Todd Bowles has conversation for another head coaching job, or do you think I, that I he's think just, he he's does? I, he he needs. He's an elite DC. He's an elite DC, but he's also a good guy. I, I the, the, he was really well liked in New York. Um, you know, I mean, they won. You know, they won some games with him. Again, they got worse when he left. Um, yeah. I don't think it's crazy. I don't know why Leftwich doesn't get any talk. Doesn't Leftwich call the plays and not Arians? Yeah, Lef- well, I think Leftwich is getting a lot of praise today, also. Yeah, but uh, he did, I'm saying but, he didn't I mean, get interviews. You know, the Bucks' stuff. offense was fine. The Bucks' offense wasn't. No, great. they scored a lot of points a game. It wasn't like the best in the league, but. Well, I'm talking about, but I'm talking about even in this in this playoff. Right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, uh, let's look, look at Brady for a second. Brady, he completely lit up Washington. Now Washington wasn't a playoff team, right. but you know, but he he had an, he had an amazing game there, and then he did not play very well against New Orleans. But you know, Breeze was slightly worse, and so that was sort of the story there. He was he played a good half against the Packers, but was pretty bad in the second half and threw a lot of picks and, you know, didn't really deserve to win that game. Uh, I thought Brady's this game was his was the best playoff game since the Washington game. I thought Brady played well. You know, he did enough to win, obviously. No, he was great. Yeah, well, he wasn't great. I wouldn't go that he far, only but. threw a few incompletions by the time the game was decided. Yeah, he had 200 yards. Though. I mean, Kansas City's defense also. I mean, they looked really, really bad. Yeah, they didn't show anything. They didn't get to him at all. Uh, they didn't really seem to have a, like a specific strategy. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I like my my wife said when the uh, when the Bucks went for it on the fourth in, in inches and got stopped at the goal line. Mm-hmm. Before that play, she says to me, "What happens if they don't get it?" I said, "Well, Kansas City takes over the ball at that spot." She's like, "At that spot, but that's so far away. Why don't teams always go for it in this scenario?" So even my wife mm-hmm. uh, immediately knows more about football than half the yeah, NFL very coaches. aggressive. Um, yeah. I like. I thought like that's another situation. Like, ooh, maybe we're gonna get a ninety-nine yard play to Ty- Tyreek Hill. Like, nothing fun that could have happened happened in that to, game. To, to me, the biggest story of this game. What I want to learn more about, and you know, it, it's a few hours after the game we're recording, so I haven't had a chance to do it yet. Uh, is I want to know what happened to Tyreek Hill and and how he was shut down by by the Tampa defense. Well, they double teamed him like, on every we went, play. We went into this game knowing certain things. We knew that that Tampa had a good pass rush. We knew, you know, that they could get pressure on the quarterback, you know, with only sending four. We knew that Kansas City was going to have problems with protection. We didn't know Kansas City was going to use five protect more than any team ever has, which was insane. But, like, the one thing we also knew is that down the field, Tyreek Hill was going to be a dynamic threat. Even if Mahomes is running for his life and, you know, doesn't have sort of typical protection, he could still find Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill had over 200 yards in the first quarter the last time these teams two played. Yeah. Remember? Yes. I mean, I remember. He's on my fantasy team. And he went from that to nothing. Now, I think he ends up with like seven for 73 because of garbage time. But like Tyreek Hill did absolutely nothing in this game. And I don't know. You know oh, fine. They double teamed him. But teams double teamed Tyreek Hill all the time. And he's so quick. So that to me is like the biggest question. Why he completely knows. I mean, they had guys everywhere. Like, again, because they were able to get pass rush with four guys on every play. Yeah, they had. Yeah, so you can. They had seven people true. to you know deal with, and and if and if, uh, you know Edwards Hilaire, who actually had probably one of the only Chiefs to have a good game, uh, is was yeah, back there blocking, which he was on a bunch of plays. Like, the, basically everyone's double teamed, or you could even triple team Hill. And I didn't see how many plays he was triple teamed, but like, there just you know there just wasn't uh, like it wasn't open for him. Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
Well, can we talk about uh, Mike Schur's insane tweet? Oh, the she worst. Maybe maybe the worst tweet of the year. It's it's let's let's keep that going. Right now, that's the worst tweet of the year. But I'm sure it'll be topped. It's only uh, you know mm-hmm. early February. Yeah. Yeah. So the, so there's a there's a commercial during the game for Tide Pods, and it's about somebody with a George Costanza. Or would you say it's a Jason Alexander shirt or a George Costanza shirt? Yeah, it was Jason Alexander. They made a point of saying that. Okay, so it's a yeah. I guess right, they probably can't say stuff. For probably Simon not. Probably Simon. not. It's not even yeah. uh, an NBC Super Bowl. Um, so, also, it wasn't George Costanza. It wasn't George Costanza. It was Jason Alexander. Modern. Yeah, it was modern. It was, it was right. It was mo- so it's a, a guy wearing a uh, you know and and dirtying a Jason Alexander sweatshirt that he's had for a long time and all the trials and tribulations the shirt goes through. Uh, and the believe it or not, uh, Seinfeld answering machine song is playing the whole time. And at the end, Jason Alexander comes up. I asked, um, which which for ninety nine percent of people, that's what they recognize that song. As. Yes, I, I I was think I don't think I had ever heard that song outside the context. Like I have since, but when I heard the song, I didn't know it was based on something. Again, I was a I was pretty I, well, young. I le- yeah. So when I saw Seinfeld, obviously I didn't. I learned it was from Greatest American Hero because when I did the uh, theme show bracket on Renan. Mm-hmm. But he said like, and then at the end, by the way, I I I wanted to punch up the the commercial because at the end he's like, "That's my face." Who you know? Why give me back my face? Once you're going full Seinfeld, why not make a Seinfeld reference there? So what reference do you okay, want? Okay, so there? I asked Allie to punch it up. And she said, okay. so he does the apology, and he either says, like, he either goes in the direction of, like, ooh, that shirt is so good-looking, something like that. Or when the guy's like, sorry, he says, you could stuff your sorries in a sack. What do you think? I don't think that stuff your sorrows in a sack or so good looking is a famous enough Seinfeld line to appeal to the. I understand, but he's saying he's fan. saying he's like it's you're beating nothing because he's saying that's my face. That's not like yeah. a funny line. So okay, that that's you know fair. what I mean. You're I mean, d- d- doesn't the Mike shirt tweet prove that even supposed Seinfeld fans missed the uh, missed the? the well, I don't think he is a supposed I, Seinfeld fan. Now I think he's never seen Seinfeld. How's that possible? I don't know who he was. All right, so, so, He's, for, listen, so just so people don't know who he is, yes. uh, Mike, Michael Schur is a very, very online guy, mm-hmm. um, number one. Number two, he's a very well-known uh, television. I mean, he's been the showrunner for Parks and Rec. And, Good, place, was he Brooklyn, Good Place, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, those three. Yeah, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, he, played, he played um, – Everyone knows who uh, Everyone knows who – everyone who's listening. What was, what, what was the name of his character? I just said Moe Schrute from The Office. Moe's. Moe's, yeah. yeah. Everyone Anyways, knows who is. Everybody knows who he is. Okay, fine. Uh, who's listening um, here? But he's very, very involved in the television industry. I mean, his father-in-law is freaking Regis Philbin. Was Regis Philbin. Well, he still is, but yeah. Um, fine. Um, so explain what – so read his tweet for us. Wait, basically he just didn't – he's like, why are they using this random song was his tweet. Yeah, he's like, he's like they have a song with – they have well, – they, they say we have a commercial with Jason Alexander's face on a sweatshirt. What song should we use? How about the theme from Greatest American Hero? How random would that be? Yeah. My problem is isn't that like everyone has bad tweets. My problem is like he didn't like follow up. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot that scene. I haven't seen it in a while. And immediately, people, including like friends of his, are tweeting at him like, uh, you know, Mike, like, what's going on here, you dummy? But yeah, listen, maybe yeah. he's never seen Seinfeld, and it wouldn't shock me he'd never seen Seinfeld because he didn't. Even though eh, he's been, that would shock me. Listen, even though he's been very successful and good at his job, he didn't get there just because like he was a prodigy. He got there because he went to Harvard and knew important people. And also married Regis's daughter. 
You know what I mean? Like no, 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 no. So he, so he's not good at his job. You're saying I just I didn't say that. I'm I'm just saying that I, I will say this. He's very bad at Twitter. Like I've unfollowed him. So like terrible. Twitter, his yeah. politics and mine align ninety nine point nine percent, and yet I still hate you most find of him his politics tweets. Yeah, it's not just they're insufferable. They're, like, they're misleading and inaccurate. For as just an example, randomly, he tweets last week. Um, has Ted Cruz or whoever, wh- whichever right wing can- person it was, he says, has that person ever been more wrong about everything? They're always wrong about everything. And he um, and he quoted them saying, we are now the the beer and jeans party and the Republicans are the wine and what, limo party or whatever. And then he put that next to a picture of a, uh, of a bunch of like, you know, rich Republicans drinking wine or whatever. Like, like you moron, there's a lot of evidence that shows that like more hot, more uh, upper educated more higher socioeconomic status, white people are increasingly voter, voting for the Democratic Party. Like, that's not disputable. Like, you can find an anecdote of rich Republicans drinking wine that doesn't disprove. It's just like, I don't know. It's just like, there's so many things you can dunk on Republicans for, and he does the wrong thing all the time, I feel like. Uh, yeah, and also, it, I don't And want he never to... apologizes for his wrong tweets, which is why he's not going to do so for this uh, stupid also, Anyway, uh, we, yeah, when you have tens of millions of dollars, which he does at this point, like, you're one, even, no matter how good your politics are, like, you're one of the bad guys. At, like, at, like, yeah. You know, just how like, you, by the way, how do you find? How do you find? It's not easy to see when a person's tweet is ratioed. Like when you click on the tweet, because it doesn't show the number of comments on the tweet. Uh, yeah. If you see it on your timeline, you can see how many. So I, I'm applied. looking at it that way, but it says there's only 82 responses to the tweet. There's no way that's possible. I don't know. Maybe. Um. I, maybe. Maybe only certain people. Maybe only people who follow him can reply to him. Mm-hmm. And then it's hard to ratio somebody. A lot of a lot of like political people have that they're they're very soft, like you have to you have to be able to follow them to I don't know. Anyway, yeah, so many uh, so many George Costanza emo- um, gifts in the responses though. It's great. Yeah, I mean, uh, I thought the commercials were better than usual. What do you think of the weekend? I thought I thought that he was, I thought the performance was fine. It was it was a fine halftime show. It wasn't like a memorable one. It, w- it was surprising to me because I'm not sure if he's a big enough name. I mean, Ostensky says that he had never heard of any of his songs ever, which is I find hard to believe. Well, I mean, that's I mean, like, I, yeah, no, he has two extremely famous songs that like everyone. Yeah, he has he has songs that are impossible not to hear. They're just they're out there, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, they're out there, and if I see them out there, there's not enough electric. But um, also so the, the halftime show has increasingly uh, become for people who would not be in the demo to get them to watch the the Super Bowl. Yeah, Where it's like it's less it's, like Bruce Springsteen and more. No, but there have been a bunch of older people, but now they really don't do the older people at all. But here, but here's my other question: Why was there no? Usually, the halftime show is oh, now this no starts features. out, now this starts out, now yeah. they're all singing together. And there was right, nobody the, right. If you're gonna all. have the weekend, like why didn't he have any famous friends come out? Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, that that was that was the weirdest. Maybe part he me. wanted a social it, distance. It didn't seem like a halftime show. Right, it was it just the like weekend. A, you know, it was sure the weekend, weekend concert. Yeah. It is weird that he. Yeah. It seems like he spent seven million of his own dollars. First of all, how much money does the weekend have? I want to know about this. Uh, and what was that money on masks? I mean, I guess he had to pay. I guess weird. he had to pay like there was like four hundred dancers. I guess he had to pay all of them. Oh, I don't believe that. I, that. That's the thing that they just say, right? Yeah, I mean, it's possible, but why would they? I don't know. Why would they say it if it was not true? I believe everything shows I hear. Because why would somebody artistic, say it if it wasn't true? Yeah. Why would they go, believe it? Go to the effort to tell you something that was a lie. Yeah, so everything is the truth. Um, mm. Yeah. All right. No. No more football. That's sad. Uh, it's yes. the worst month of the year, February. You. It's mm. it's snowing out. Mar, it's, Mar February, as we call it in our culture. It, you're, it's snowing outside your house, right? Like you have. You, you have to shovel. 
Oh my god, I'm I'm so stupid. I'm so it's not even Pennywise pound foolish. It's just I'm just a moron. Um, I managed to smash both of my cars in the last week. What smash? Yeah, uh, I um I I broke I broke like a part of the mirror on my one car, which is like brand new. It was the only car I've ever actually bought in my entire life, mm-hmm. so that was very upsetting. Bought as and opposed to what? My other car. Yeah. Okay. And then my other car, I also smashed because um, yeah, slipping and sliding on my stupid driveway. So what do you mean you smashed? Gonna cost... Smashing a car could mean many different things. The, the um the uh, on the on the one car in the sedan the um the mirror the like the side view mirror got, got I hit it on the um as I was trying to come out of my driveway. Okay. Because my car slid. Yeah. That okay. And that's then, fixable. And then my minivan and then my minivan slid into the into like the side of the garage as I was trying to get into the garage and so that has a bump also on the house and on the car. So both of them. My sister had a friend. Um, whose last name whose last name ended in Owitz. Let's say it was Amanda Rabinowitz, okay? Um, okay. And she once, her friend, when they were, like, in high school, once accidentally drove straight into our garage. Like, you know, bust an open, okay. like a closed garage. Okay. So her punishment for the- How does what, this happen? I don't know. She just, like, I guess she was a new driver, and she just, like, when she came to our house, like, she, instead of pulling up okay. in front of the garage, she just plowed straight through the door. Um, okay. everything was fine. She became your butler. No, uh, she had to deal with the indignity of my dad calling her Garajowitz for the next, instead of Rabinowitz for the, the next decade. Uh, um, uh, okay. Yeah. That's not so terrible. Not so bad. I feel like someone named Wienerker should be more careful with it, uh, listen, last name. Listen, we live in like such a glass house that we actually can throw stones, I think is what my dad. Oh, uh, yeah. It's yeah, funny because I've made this so reference blasted. to my grandfather yeah. a bunch of times and, and he doesn't get it. It, my grandfather doesn't think there's any like he thinks if you said do you have a good last name he'd be like yeah it's good it's fine yeah why did he never change it because he thinks it's a good name he's <laughs> he doesn't think there's anything wrong with it he thinks it's a good last name i feel like that's I mean, why we didn't change good. it because like he would have been horrified like well, i don't understand what, what's wrong with it yeah that's probably why I'm, so no one ever made fun of him at any point in his he life. must not have ever been made i mean i can ask him like hey in uh in bronx science in 1942 Nobody was ever yeah. like, uh, hey, uh, Howie, <laughs> like, uh, Weenie. Nobody ever called. I mean, yeah. my sister got called Weenie. You know, uh, I got called Weenie. My my, my yeah. father did. There's no. I should have asked. I mean, I, I'm named after my grandfather. He died before I was born, so I couldn't. But I, somebody should have asked him, did you never think of the, the rhyme with molester when you changed your name to Chester? Mm-hmm. Maybe molester was a big ch- word. Ch- chose Chester. I, I guess, yeah. Molesters weren't in. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, yeah, I don't. Maybe yeah, I guess vinegar. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't know how it became. I don't know. But yeah. here, but here, it's not. It's nothing. It doesn't mean anything. So like, my kids would never get made fun of. So it's it just. First of all, there's no W in Hebrew for people who don't know that. Yeah, and we wiener. Yeah, wiener. Doesn't and have, wiener doesn't mean uh, anything uh, really. A phallic uh, connotation I don't think so. in Hebrew. Um, yeah. Anyway, I think you have to go right. Yeah, I got another call. Uh, for All right, but we got a fun one coming up later in the week. Uh, sorry, the Super Bowl wasn't better, but we have no control over that here on Thirty Two Hands Podcast. Yeah, and we have a guest too. If you're a, a big history buff, maybe heard from. I've that. never heard of our Otherwise, guest. Uh, I never heard of our guest. We have a guest, but I'm not a history buff. So let's not say that he's coming on the next. If he listens, he is not going to listen. I mean, no offense, but uh, I, I mean, I've no offense if you're listening. I have more Twitter followers than you, so you're not that famous. All right, I'm gonna have to cut this part out. No, I'm sure he's cool. All right, bye. You like my hair? She thinks just bought it. I see it, I like it, I want it, I got it, yeah. I want it, I got it, 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 yeah. You like
therapy, my no addiction Whoever said money can't solve your problems Must not have had enough money to solve them They say which one, I say now nah, I want all of them Happiness is the same price as red bottoms My smile is beaming, my skin is gleaming The way it shine, I know you've seen it I bought a crib Yeah. Go from the south to the booth, make it all 